Yickety-doo, yickety-da, libby-da-poo-ta. Nice baby girl. Right. Um, bring me my drink. No. Fuck's sakes, my daughter just hijacked me. Well, fuckers. I guess we're gonna go for take two tonight. Or is it take three? I don't know. I am having some major, major issues with this learning curve from going to the uh, big time microphone. And the next time I record after this weekend, it's going to be another learning curve because Mustachio Man gave me a wicked, wicked donation, got the picture of it tonight. I'm going to be able to go mobile because he got me a proper um, podcast recorder. So... Thank you very, very much, Mustachio Man. You are an epic, 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 epic self-made man, and thank you for uh, throwing a little bit of that self-made money at me. And for those of you that saw the pictures that I put up on Tales of a Messed Up Northern Boy Tonight and on my Facebook page, Bubs Bubs, this case of Mike's Hard Iced Tea Lemon is brought to you by the allowance I get from my wife and the little bit of money I made off of those first decals that I sold. So, thank you to the white girl and Dover. And we're going to dive into the but Whatever. It is what it is. Raw as fuck. Not giving a shit don't really know where to go for stories tonight. My head's been just running fucking rampant on these stories. Just going absolutely crazy. I was back in my hometown last weekend. And if I didn't stop in to see ya, I'm sorry. It was a quick flying trip to do a big family day. If I didn't see ya, no disrespect. Just snuck in for a special trip. And snuck back out. And, uh, I think with this new piece of equipment I've got coming, I should be able to do some more live ones with friends that will actually be able to hear both sides of the conversation. So, uh, McQuagmire, hope you're ready, brother. That was a wicked episode with us. It's just too bad they couldn't hear us both. But next time, they're going to get us. So, off because I'm stupid. Oh, it's Mustachio. And where am I going to go with the story tonight? Well, let's go to the last night I ever bounced in a bar. I don't know why, but that's where I want to go. So, me and Hillbilly and Hillbilly's brother and Funk and there was a crap ton of us that all worked in this one bar. Sorry, I had to have a drink of the one that my daughter didn't steal from me. But uh, we all worked in this bar. And I was running uh, roofing crews at the time 
under the table and was bouncing in the bars, making barely anything for cash, just so that the government thought I was making something. And I decided I couldn't do it anymore. So it was my last night, and I was drinking, of course, like I always did. And me and the hillbilly broke a fight up. And I let the hillbilly get one of those guys out of the bar. And then I started walking the other one out. Well, we got up near the door, and this fucking cocksucker that I was walking out of the bar decided he was going to take a swing at me. Well, the drunk fuck missed me, and he caught the hillbilly. Well, I grabbed him, lifted him up off the ground, and walked him out the fucking door. And I walked him out the door, I mean, put him through the door. And I, I kind of feel bad about what I did to the cab driver, because, or what I, about how it went to the cab driver. I slammed this cocksucker down on the cab driver's hood. Hood slash windshield. I don't know if the windshield took a crack or not. And, uh, jumped on top of this little motherfucker and continued to feed him shots. Well, the hillbilly grabbed me by the heels, or ankles or whatever, and pulled me off of him, and I was still swinging. Went back in, I walked straight into the manager, and I said, I'm done. He said, yeah, I know it's your last night. I said, no, I'm done. This is what just happened. He says, well, you weren't kidding me. He said you were getting too goddamn violent. So that was the last night I ever bounced in a bar. But then, fuck, me and the wife had been together. The twins were two, I think, at this time. And Funk was needing an extra set of hands for a big stripper competition that was going on at the club he was managing. So he gave me a call to see if I'd come in and give him a hand, setting up the stuff for the girls. Well, the dressing rooms for the girls were downstairs. And uh, they were setting all their stuff up at at the bottom of the stairs, and I was running it up. And this one girl, she come out, and she tapped me on the shoulder, and she said, Hun, yeah, this, 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 and this can go up, but this doesn't have to go up. Well, I turned around. And she's standing there, bare-ass naked, of course, right? And I had been out of that kind of a lifestyle for so long that I guess I turned bright, bright fucking red. Well, this girl went and talked to Funk and told Funk what had happened. And he come down and he looks at me and goes, what is wrong with you? A naked girl made you blush? And he says, your wife sure has fucking wrecked you. (laughs) Good old funk. So, me, and I'm just kind of jumping all over the place tonight. I'm actually kind of getting used to this microphone thing. It's kind of nice. Comfortable on the couch, got a little bit of tunes going... And as long as this computer doesn't fucking freeze up again, I'll be alright. Got a drink in hand, nice and comfy on the couch. So, me, Hillbilly, and 45, as you've guessed, we were pretty tight. Well, 45 got 
into college and left us. <laughs> Son of a bitch. And then he met this girl. And I had never met this girl. I don't remember if they were married at that time or not. They may have been. Because 45 literally fell off the planet for us. And whatever. It, it was good for him. So, we are going out. First time I popped over to their house. Got to meet her. Me and 45 are heading out. We go to the bar. Well, shit got out of hand. Blackout drunk. From here on out, it's hearsay and vague, vague memories. Well, apparently... 45 got into a little bit of an argument with one of my other friends that was with some people over some dumb shit and we all ended up outside and if I remember correctly the bomb actually ended up handing 45 his ass and some of the other guys that got involved in the scrap we're breaking beer bottles over yours truly's head. Well, when I realized shit was getting that far out of hand, apparently I just fucking vanished out of the middle of the fight, because I'm not stupid. And, uh... Oh... What? Where, where was I going? Wow. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. I just vanished. Fucked off. Out of nowhere. And I remember staggering through the sawmill yard. And I was cold. And I was leaking. And the security called the cops. And the cops come out and picked me up and drunk in public and blah, 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 typical bullshit. Off to the drunk tank I went. I woke up, let me out, walked my ass home, had my shower, cleaned up my head. Didn't hear nothing from 45 for about quite a while. Well, I guess when 45 got home, somehow he managed to get into a cab and get the fuck out of there. Well, he got home, and his wife did not like the shape he was in. He was covered in blood. I think his nose was broken. I think he had a black eye. And this was the first time she met me. So, of course, she didn't really care for me too damn much. And over the years, we've been... Uh, I've, I've made up for it, and I've done something worse, and it is what it is. Shit gets out of hand. Me and 45 are usually the worst ones for doing dumb, dumb shit when we get fucked up. Hey, 45, like that night you tried to run that guy over? <laughs> Did you get your license back yet? <laughs> How many years ago was that? But, I'm like I said, I'm jumping all over the damn place on this episode. Kind of enjoying this one. Ah. Uh, fuck. <laughs> So, I don't know if I brought this one up in the past. I may have. But, we talked about Ox in my episode, Wait in the Truck. She was friends for a while. She was a pretty cool chick. 
And she had this big fucking Great Dane dog at one time. And me and Hillbilly pulled in for, I think it was a housewarming party for her. And we had a bubble keg and I think it was a 40 pounder. You let, you'll let me know, Hillbilly. What's up, baby girl? Oh, she just came and farted in the mic. I didn't really fart. Such a I lady. I made a fart noise. She's such a lady. <laughs> so, we go up to this party and we've got a baba keg, and I think it was a 40 pounder. And we figured we'd drink the baba keg. A baba keg, I don't know, if you don't know what they were, it was, I think, like three liters of draft beer. Might have been two. I don't remember for sure what it was. But it was a mini keg. Well, we were in the house, and we were visiting with everybody for this housewarming. And she had this Great Dane dog. Just a little pup. Well, this fucking dog kept going after the bubble keg. So, I just figured, you know what? You're Ox's dog. You can handle a little bit of beer. So, I gave Ox a little bit, or Ox's dog... A little bit of beer and lapped it up and then wouldn't frickin' leave me alone. So, okay, I'll, I'll give you a little more. I'll give you a little more. I'll give you a little more. Well, before I knew it, I had given that little motherfucker, well, little big motherfucker, the entire fucking bubba cake. So, me and Hillbilly had to just finish off the vodka that we had before we headed for the bar. Well, Hillbilly was driving, of course, because, well, we were dumb fucks. Drank and drove a lot. So we party, and we turned that, I think it was a 40-pounder. I'm sure if I'm wrong, Hillbilly will write it down in his notepad, because he's keeping a notepad for corrections to the stories. And, uh, off we went. Jumped into the fucking... Was it the T-Bird? I think it must have been the T-Bird. It was either the T-Bird or the Country Squire. One of the two. And off we went. Well, he gets fucking pulled over. Right out in front of the bar. Because the dumb bastard cut off an ambulance. So the cop walks up to the car after he lights us up. Hillbilly had contacts in so the cop starts asking him, are you high, are you drunk? And he's like, no, I only had two drinks. And legit, that was all we had. We turned that 40-pounder into two drinks each. And the cop was like, well, have you been smoking, or what's going on? And he's like, nothing, I, I had two drinks, that's it, I have contacts, and you want me to pull the contacts? And the cop was like, well, no, I guess, yeah, just I don't want to see this car moving again tonight. So, whatever. That motherfucker had a golden horseshoe up his ass. Maybe he still does. Maybe he's been pulled over recently in a fit of anger driving drunk and blew way over the limit and somehow talked his fucking way out of it. If that was me... 
if I had what half of what I've had tonight and got pulled over. They'd make me blow, I'd blow over, and it'd be off to fucking jail. But that's just the luck I have. Now, where was I going to go after that one? I kind of zoned out. I got some tunes playing in the background here. It's my uh, Moonshine Bandits. Love those guys. Big into the country crap. I mean, country rap, which is crap. And, uh, yeah. So, you guys need to be looking forward to me getting this new piece of equipment. Because you're going to get to hear from some of my friends, which is awesome. And they won't have to be here, so we can do long-distance stuff. So, Waffle's cousin, if you're still listening, you're up, because we got some shit that needs to come out and be discussed. The worst part of it is, the majority of this time in my life, I don't remember too much of it, because I was way, way, way too fucked up. Wow, I totally zoned out because of this song, and forgot where I was going. I did have another direction I was going to go with that story, but I just fucking blah, blah, blah. Oh, I just farted, farted, farted. That was a real one. But mine stink, not like my daughter's. Like the one she let rip in the microphone because she's a little snot. So, oh, I gotta give a shout out to, nah, I'm not giving a shout out to that guy, (laughs) but uh, I know we owe you guys an episode for the 500 downloads, and that one, you all voted that you wanted funk, we will get that out to you, but... Funk's going through some stuff right now, and brother, remember, this is the first time in your life, you need a lawyer before the fight, because that lawyer's going to fight for you, not get your ass out after you beat somebody up. Alright? Stay strong, bro. You know what you're digging for, you'll get it. So... I really wanted to get my wife to sit down here and talk. I had started another episode this evening, and I was like eight and a half minutes in. And this old piece of junk laptop of mine froze up on me yet again. And I was actually going to get the wife talking on here a little bit for that one. But now she's disappeared upstairs gotta run some kids around and whatnot but man i can't wait to get her on here because we've been together for 17 years as of april 11th and i'll give you a taste of some of the things i've put her through um one of the other episodes I told you guys about our trip to Vegas and how I fucked up that night. 
That was one of the worst ones. But another night we were living back home in my hometown. Uh, we were renting a double wide trailer. Big fucking surprise. I've spent most of my life in a trailer. <laughs> and there ain't nothing wrong with that, Dover. Yeah, I know. You live in the trailer. It's good. Be proud of it. I'm proud of it. Take me out the trailer, but you never take the trailer out of me. But we were sitting out on our big... You know, we were out on the big deck we had that was screened in on our big double-wide trailer. And uh, drinking some... We were going through a big phase of uh, Captain Morgan Spice Rum that summer. It was good times. A slow night was a 26er. The average night was a 40-pounder. And a night like the one I'm going to tell you about was almost a 60-pounder, maybe 240s, I don't know. But I was working on the bush all the time, and I was doing 30, 60, 90 days. Not a big deal. Come home, dig my clothes out of the fucking my work bag, put them through the washing machine, put them straight back into the work bag, and drop the bag by the door. Might be home for 24 hours, might be home for a week. We never fucking knew. So me and the wife and the kids enjoyed what little bit of time we had. The time during the day was all about the kids. Nighttime, me and the wife would sit out on the deck, have some drinks, and then go to the bedroom and do our thing, depending if I was too loaded up or not. <laughs> but the particular night I'm going to speak about here was one of those nights where we really tied into her. And when I say we, I mean me more than anything. She had a few, but not too many. Well, I have this thing that I picked up years and years ago. If I'm full, like full, 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 then uh, I have a shower before I go to bed. I usually eat, have a shower, and the bulldog told me years ago, if you puke, you won't be as hungover anymore. So, put some food in your belly, have a shower, puke the food back up because the food soaked the liquor up, which makes it easier to get the liquor out. Then you drink a bunch of water, take a couple Tylenols, and go to bed and you wake up feeling not too shabby. Well, I made it about halfway through that. I made it to the food, to the shower, puked, and it was a stand-up shower. Well, the pizza pops that I had plugged the drain. Well, as I was sitting down puking and trying to stomp the food I just puked up down the drain, <laughs> fuck, I was a pig. <laughs> I, uh, passed out well I didn't get everything through the drain so the drain plugged up and I guess my wife woke up she figures about 45 minutes or an hour later I went to see where I was and went down the hallway and stepped on a spot and the carpet was soaked and come into the bathroom and I was laying there like frozen, frozen fucking cold because it was straight cold water. The hot water tank was completely drained. It was that passed out. 
that I didn't even notice it was straight fucking cold water pouring on me. Well, she come in, she started yelling, I guess. <laughs> Turned the water off, threw a towel at me and screamed at me to clean up my fucking mess or something. I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah. She's been through some shit with me. <laughs> Another time, it was funny. Because I was a roofer for a long time. And the boys had this house that was called the Roofer House. I don't know, I might have touched base on a story from the Roofer House. Yes, I did. The night I was doing all the cocaine and smoking the crack and the ecstasy and drinking and they went to the bar to sell mushrooms. That night started at the Roofer House. But I wasn't living at the Roofer House anymore. At this point, I was uh, moving in with the old lady. And the Roofers wanted me to come over and let loose. And they said, we'll even keep him so that he doesn't have to come home and disturb you. And she just laughed. So after me and her got together, I picked up this habit of having to be home. No matter how fucked up I got, I always wanted to get my ass home. So, she says, if he decides he's coming home, you guys aren't going to stop him. And they said, oh, we got him under control. We can keep him. She said, yeah, good luck with that. Well, we had some drinks. And then I think we may have hot tubbed a little bit with some of the people that were there. And then I decided I wanted to go for home. And it was a long walk home. Like, without being drunk and taking the shortcuts I always take, it was probably, fuck, best case scenario, half hour. Probably more like 45-minute walk, though. Well, they somehow lost me and didn't notice I'd snuck away until they heard the barbecue from the neighbor's house being drugged down the road. And they couldn't catch me <laughs> to try and drag me back. And I guess they phoned the wife and told her that we lost him. We think he's headed for home, but we don't know. <laughs> she said, I told you, boys, you can't keep him. If he decides he's coming home, he's coming home. So whatever. Yeah. That wasn't the first time I fucked with a barbecue. <laughs> That's a story for another time. Well, thanks everybody for listening. I hope that the quality of my stories isn't going downhill. I don't know. I'm, I feel like I'm struggling here the last little bit with it. But we'll get we'll we'll get it coming going good here again. When uh, Mr. Mustachio present gets to me so come on put it in the comments who do you think Mr. Mustachio is I'll give him a shout out you've heard stories about him you may have even heard his voice you may not have but thanks again Mr. Mustachio it means the world I tried to fight you on it but thank you alrighty everybody and 
I just gotta throw this out. Go over. And check out the Dusty Woodshed Company. Or Dust, yeah, Dusty, yeah, that's it, Dusty Woodshed Company. Well, on Facebook, they just made this very, very nice end table. Really nice piece. And, uh, like them, buy something from them. The, like I said, anything you can think of to be made with wood, they can do it. I'm gonna try and talk to Mr. Dusty Shed into building a gift that I can give away, even if I gotta pay for it with some of the proceeds from the decals that I am selling and pre-orders for the decals are being taken right now. So, let me know if you want to pre-order, if, if you want one of the decals. Send a message to me, an email, talesofamessedupnorthernboy at gmail.com. Or, shoot Bubs Bubs a message on the Facebook's page, or Bubs Bubs, and make him your friend. The plan is to just... Because I'm not going to be able to hand-deliver all the decals like I did the first two. Thank you again, White Girl and Dover. Those ones were hand-delivered just because I had to make a flying trip back home. But that's not going to be able to happen on every one of them. And for those of you that I know are listening down in the States, prices are the same for you guys. Uh, it's going to cost me a little more to send it down, but I am just sending them out in the mail, so it might take a little while, and I would love to sell a couple of these duckles down there in the States, and like I said, I posted the picture tonight of the recording setup between the allowance that my wife lets me have and the little bit I made off of those decals because Mustachio Man bought me that equipment. I was able to spend that money onto some Mike's Hard Iced Teas. And no, they don't sponsor me. But if you know how to get them to sponsor me, send the info the right direction I'll drink their shit and plaster their shit all over the place because I drink their shit for free and I pay well not for free it costs me to drink it so they might as well fucking pay me to drink some of it right um yeah and where was I going I don't remember But, thank you to my fans, even though I have been consistently inconsistent, we have had some crazy, crazy growing pains with this podcast, because for those of you that maybe haven't been listening since the beginning, I started just on my phone, then we stepped it up, and I got a microphone, and I tried to run the microphone off my phone, but I couldn't figure that one out because, well, <laughs> just not smart enough. 
So now I'm running it off of my archaic old laptop that keeps freezing up on me. And then, uh, but I'm starting to get it figured now, and it's actually kind of nice to be able to just chill back on the couch, have some drinks. Like, I'm, I'm coming big time. I'm big time podcaster now. Yeah, I'm a celebrity. Oh, yeah. Watch out, Joe Rogan. I'm coming for you, bud. Well, I think on that note, hmm, yeah, on that note, I'm going to sign off. I don't know what I'm at for time-wise here, but I think we're relatively where I keep most of my, on my own cast. It's hard to talk to myself. Well, I'm not talking to myself, but I'm talking to myself. I know you're listening. But when I'm recording, you're not listening. So I'm legit talking to myself, drinking by myself in my basement, talking to myself. Maybe I am still a little more messed up than I thought. But I enjoy hearing my stories, even if you don't. So, thanks for listening. Like, share, comment. Let's do what we can to get this out there and make me have eight good listeners instead of the seven I have now. Alright. Thank you. And remember, don't walk a mile in my shoes. That shit won't impress me. Live 30 seconds in my head and you will understand why. I'm a messed up northern boy and these are my motherfucking tales. <laughs>